0: This is Ryan Penagos, a.k.a. Agent M, Executive Editorial Director for Marvel's Digital Media Group, joined by...
1: Associate Producer Blake Garris, joined by a close personal friend, great musician, slash comic book fan, Rob Crow of Pinback.
2: Hi guys, how you doing?
1: (laughs) We interviewed you probably, what, last year for your solo album? I guess so. What has
2: changed as far as comic tastes go? Oh, Oh, changed nothing. I mean, I still like what I like. What do you Um, like? Oh well, I like all sorts of things. I'm afraid to talk about all that I like because some of it isn't some of you guys. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> when I say what
0: do you like, I mean what do you like that Marvel makes? Because the other stuff, whatever.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh, so much. It's hard to pin well, it Well, you're wearing
0: down. a Marvel Zombies t-shirt.
2: Well, yeah, all the Marvel Zombies stuff.
0: That's awesome. It's is fun. Did you ever get the Marvel Zombies action figures?
2: No, I didn't. Uh,
0: Diamond Select put out some amazing figures for that.
2: I have a mortgage and three kids, so right. Getting comics in the first place yeah. is the hard part. I hear that. You <laughs> have like a
1: huge selection of like old comics at your house, right? I have a lot. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, before I had all the kids, I just had everything in the pool box. Mm-hmm. Just everything. So then I would just collate it and then like read through it all until the, all the story arcs are done, and then just chow each one as they go along, which got harder and harder to do with all the cr- uh, crossover events, but still. Excited about it? Like I haven't even been able to touch the X Men Avengers thing. It's a bummer. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited. You got about spoiled it. on it? Cause, no, I don't. Okay, because I, 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 you know, I live in a bubble, but I just love the Luke Cage's whole family dynamic. Is is, oh, is yeah. one of my favorite things in the yeah. Marvel universe. You love his wife? What? What? Right? Jessica Jones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's great. I think we
1: talked about her last <laughs> last time.
2: All
0: that stuff that the Purple Man did is, oh. is not cool, bro. Yeah, oh. there's uh, a. <laughs> Brian is wrapping up his Avengers run as mm-hmm. we're recording this, and there's some really cool things that he's doing as because he's he's basically trying to wrap up all his ten you know eight ten years of Avengers stories. Yeah. So he's got a lot that he's wrapping up with Luke and Jessica and the baby and uh, all kinds. He gets of
1: stuff. Scared, I know. I know.
0: It's intense.
1: I remember when I guess we first met in San Diego, and you brought your kids by, and they. Oh, yeah. Were dressed as Wolverine and Spider-Man. As they do often, just <laughs> because. You didn't force like them him. No, No, not at all. What's it like being a father of a fan of young kids who are into
2: comic? Very lucky. It could go completely the other way. I could have a Alex P. Keaton or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For those of you who are younger listeners <laughs> uh, to this about a time
2: in the, in the 40s there was a show? <laughs> we, actually, we were talking
0: about that show not too long ago. Family Ties, yep. What was that? Something like that, the theme song?
2: Oh, you don't want to get sued.
0: Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Good point.
2: Just the two of us, baby, without us. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> I'm going to
1: listen to that when we get done here.
2: Didn't you say you had a a Wolverine and Cyclops song? There is a song called True North. It's on the new album. That uh, There's usually two or three meanings to every song. And this one, it's, it's kind of about duplicitous nature of man and... And uh, it deals with two of my favorite, ba- no, <laughs> one of my favorite bars and a bar that is totally horrible. It deals with the differences between Zach and I. It deals with the differences between with Wolverine and Cyclops. It deals with
1: Speak- Zach, <laughs> the other member of him. Yeah, right? yeah, my, my partner. Which one is Cyclops and which one is Wolverine?
2: I think he would be Cyclops,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: I mean he doesn't know any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Does that? Mean- I'm not keeping it from him. Uh-huh. It's just it'd never come up.
0: Does that mean that you were more on Wolverine's side when the split happened? The schism? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you that far behind? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Like,
2: I haven't, and, and I haven't even, like, all the Fantastic Four stuff I don't... I know that horrible thing happened, but I don't know how or why yet, and I can't wait to just... I have three kids <laughs> no this is, this is the good <laughs> no part
0: time this is the good thing that i always i always say when someone says they're this far behind you can get so much story in uh-huh. such a short period of time it's so rewarding you know we read week to week month to month but if you get to have especially jonathan hickman's fantastic four mm-hmm. run which is one of my favorite runs of comics ever and yeah,
2: which is a lot of people have said that
0: and if you get to read that in you know a, a relatively short period of time man you're lucky that's awesome
2: yeah i can't wait
1: yeah uh <laughs> Do you have a lot of friends in music that you are, are in the comics
2: with as well? Or? There's some. I mean, and I usually don't know. It's like a whole thing. Like I'll see them at Comic Con and they'll like have bags full of stuff, but I rarely like see anybody you know at a comic book store like getting something from a pull box or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's it happens.
1: <laughs> what was your favorite runs of Marvel related
2: story arcs and whatnot? I gotta tell you, I have this total weird affinity for Great Lakes Avengers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you mentioned yeah. It's something I, weird. I don't, I don't know. It's just a perfect. It's a perfect story arc. It's a perfect thing. It lives in its own world. And it's just awesome. and It's somehow still affecting the universe today. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think at the time, I don't think anybody yeah. read it. <laughs> it was so great.
0: Yeah, well, you know it's crazy because Squirrel Girl came out of the Great yeah. Lakes Avengers, and mm-hmm. she is gone on to become this sort of iconic character. She's in vi- several video games of ours. <laughs> yeah. She's on t-shirts and merchandise, and people cosplay as Squirrel Girl. It's <laughs> like, you know, something that was such a, a gag, such a joke, but has such resonance. It's it's, it's awesome. It's really cool. <laughs> You're talking about having, you know, these young children. How is it this summer? Did you get to take them to see Avengers and Amazing Spider-Man?
2: Yes. I mean, I took them to Avengers. We haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man yet. But we watched Avengers twice. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's cool. <laughs> Are they watching the cartoons or anything or the, you know what they like? They like what is it? I forget is it Earth Mighty's Heroes? Uh-huh. It's where they're the little ones with and and A superhero squad. Superhero Squad. Yeah. They watch that a lot. <laughs> they're way into that one. And it's pretty good. Like it's like, Oh, they're gonna watch a kid's version of this oh, right and then I'll be in the room and it's on and like, Hey, this is this is good. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is nice. That's awesome.
1: All right, Pinback took, what, a five-year hiatus, mm-hmm. and I was telling you earlier, like, it's like you never left with this new record. Huh. And then when it came out, like, you're all over Rolling Stone, you're all over Pitchfork, you're all over AV Club. <laughs> What's it like to, after this long break with the new record coming out?
2: I don't know. I'm still getting used to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of that, that stuff, it's, it doesn't really affect me. I mean, I, I, like I said, I was telling you, I just live in this bubble where I, have, I try to make my mortgage and try to, you know, raise my kids. And I'll do interviews and things, and I'll work on all my music and stuff, but I don't know how it affects anyone, really, unless until I get out on the road. And then it's always weird. Like, well, you've heard of this? <laughs> huh, weird. I was just working on that in my room the other day. That's cool. That's really weird.
1: And you're in, like, what, nine other bands, at least? Yeah. So you keep pretty busy.
2: <laughs> totally busy. Yeah. Why well, would you explain the new record to people? Usually I define our band as, like, the... <laughs> The lo-fi sci-fi that makes the boys cry. Uh
0: (laughs) That is an amazing tagline. (laughs) That is terrific.
2: Yeah, if I had a superpower, it would be that I just can bum anyone out. (laughs) 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 I'll just be hanging around, and I'll start talking about the meaningless black abyss of death (laughs) and how useless anything is. Oh, here, I told you.
0: (laughs) Change the subject. How do you feel? What is it going to be like? When your kids discover that side of your music, how do you feel, um, like?
2: I can imagine that's going to be weird. Well, they won't have been brought up with the same influences. They won't. They won't consider death a scary thing, mm-hmm. and they'll be able to embrace life as wholly as a normal, a theoretical normal person would.
0: No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's cool. My mom always said, you know, she wanted my life to be better. Wanted my life to be have differences from hers. So the way she was brought up, and it's it's kind of cool that you can shift them shift kids away i don't have kids yet so i'm always interested in the raising of kids because we're getting to that point
2: yeah kids have to be taught to hate kids have to be taught to be afraid you know of most things a healthy influence it's getting easier and easier to be a healthy influence in our society it seems and i would hope
0: where are you guys playing you doing a lot of touring i mean you're you're loading into irving plaza
2: right now nice yeah i like it there yeah, we just did Philly and Boston, and I think those. I think those are the. Oh no, wait! Last night was. I was just there like five hours ago. <laughs> D.C. Okay, Jeez. the routing's been really weird, mm-hmm. so we've gotten like four hours of sleep a night, What's, which is why thank you for letting me push back the interview. No, an hour. understand. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh yeah, that means I'll get four. I was trying to.
0: Four and a half hours nice. if I push
2: it an hour. Well, that's good. <laughs> work it out. What's next, like after the tour? You have anything- then we have two weeks off. We're doing a, this thing we're doing. Two weeks on, two weeks off, two weeks on, two weeks off. So we'll be touring almost constantly until February, but with two-week breaks in between. And in that time, we'll, we'll be going all over Europe and everything. It's easier because we all have children. Mm-hmm. We all have families. And, you know, it's a very delicate Thing to do to not freak out your family, but support them.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, do, do you have a favorite place to play with either pinback or your other various musical endeavors? Honestly,
2: I'm just thankful that people let me play at all anywhere. Seriously, like it's been many years, but it's still I understand that it's a privilege, not a right, and I'm nothing but thankful. And I just want to like hug everyone that cares. <laughs> go, Thank you. I'm not. I'm not totally wasting my life. <laughs> Is it too early to uh, promote Star Wars
1: on <laughs> this? What on the vlog? I don't know why. Are you doing Star Wars stuff? Well, I Disney and bought
0: Star Wars? Disney owns us. <laughs> He's yeah, a I know. huge I know. Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. We're well. yeah, yeah. all. I mean, who is it? Well, yeah. Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> fan. And then, now, all right. So here's an interesting thing. <laughs> There's people. You probably have, you know, your love of the the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Do your kids love the original mm. trilogy or the the most recent three. The original trilogy. Yeah.
2: Like I have not. I've tried not to be weird about it, you know, like, let them make their own decisions, maybe there's something in this that I don't understand, there isn't, (laughs) (laughs) they get bored and they just walk away and start playing with Legos or something, Yeah, you know, like, MC Chris toured with us for a while, and when I had my first son, he toured with me too, so me and my son Robert Joe would watch the set every night from the stage, and they got along really well, and (laughs) MC Chris has this thing where he tries to give people prequel presents. (laughs) You know, he tries to make kids like the prequels because he likes the prequels and he wants to fit in. So he, he's, he gave Robert Jill this, like, 12-foot Jar Jar, and uh, <laughs> Robert Jill's like, uh eh, huh? <laughs> Thanks. It's still around, but it doesn't have any clothes or anything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well then, Yeah, so that's awesome. Are you excited for the potential for a seventh movie?
2: So, I'm totally excited. I can't wait. Like, I'm hoping, you know, I have my fingers crossed about who the directors would be. I'm glad they took a dude from Toy Story 3. That's what I was hoping.
0: Well, that is the rumor. I don't know that that's 100%. We are not confirming nor denying (laughs) any rumors on this week in Marvel. We are just chatting about it as fans do.
2: This isn't something I heard from these guys. It's something I've read on my own. I, You know, I secretly hope it's Brad Bird out of anybody because... Like I, yeah, the feeling of like Iron Giant, uh, the what do you call them, the, <laughs> the uh, in- Incredibles, The pre- incredibles Ugh. Like, well, I'd watch those and go, why can't there be any of this in the prequels? Like these people are doing it, and you've never even heard of these things. They're new things, and they have all this heart. And I mean, Iron Giant, of course, had a history, but I really, and I, was like, I wish something like this was in Star Wars. Something, I want a protagonist. Yeah. You know what I think is most important for me is even before the prequels came out I had this thing about Star Wars where I'll collect anything having to do with Jedi stuff with the light side but I don't want anything to do with the dark side of the force I don't I mean it's an innate thing like why would you want the bad Mm -hmm. guys it's not fun for me I I like the good guys I like a real hero there's nothing wrong with cheering for the good guy yeah Christ yeah
0: (laughs) when when I play video games I always play as a a hero I always do the like the good things and my wife was like you know, you're always making the right... I was like, but that's, that's the only thing that makes sense to me, is to do the things that would help people on a video. Like, even if it's just a video game, you know, like you're doing the things that make sense for your own values. You yeah. know, and that, that's like, why would I want to hurt someone? Right. I don't understand that. Yeah, that's, yeah
2: exactly. And that's one thing. The thing about the prequels is there is no hero. Who is... I don't even... Yeah, there is no hero. I don't even know who the star of the thing is, really. Mm. I guess the heroes, the closest to a hero would be the droids. Speaking of droids, you're uh R five D
1: four D four fan. Yeah, a huge yeah. fan of
2: R five D four, the red robot that never gets to do anything. <laughs> like he huge. just shows up and he blows up and then it's and then it's like, later for you. That's I, like your Twitter name too, Rob Five D four. Rob five D four. is a handle I go by. Uh huh
0: That's awesome. Jonah from Far and everything, he he would always have, like, uh, an R2-D2 out on stage with him that he would use for for some (laughs) cute stuff. It'd be cool to have the R5-D4 out there with you. (laughs) I'm sure there's, like, a a larger version that you can get.
2: I saw a guy at Comic-Con that had a full-size working R5, and it was awesome. Like, I normally wouldn't stop a guy, like, yeah, there's a guy doing a cool thing, but wait a second, may I please talk to you about your R5?
0: (laughs) did he have <laughs> schematics or anything i
2: don't you know? know i didn't i didn't want to ask but i bet he would have given them yeah. <laughs> that would have been cool yeah I, but i don't want to speak for a man that i don't know yeah maybe he wouldn't have. good for him <laughs> i don't know so the new record is
1: out now <laughs> right you can fa- reach you on twitter at rob 5d4 rob 5d4
2: at twitter i guess
1: Mhm. other bands websites <laughs> myspace
2: you have everything Face- the facebook yeah any band stu- any other band stuff coming out soon? Yeah. I finished an Optigonale Yours record which I'm really proud of that mm-hmm. I just need to finish mixing and I'll probably put that out myself on Robcore Records. Uh, I got like 3 Goblin Cock records that are almost done. A solo album I'm in the middle of. I just need to pretty much put the drums down for this band called the San Diego Music Awards. It's like a Carl Stalling Ennio Morricone thing. And <laughs> like tons of stuff. <laughs> you make your own music videos. <laughs> yeah. You're like the Orson Welles of music. In my size
1: alone. (laughs) No. No. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, guys.
0: Thank you. This is Marvel, your universe.